1MDB has sparked embezzlement and money laundering investigations across One of the biggest corruption scandals the world has ever seen. What may be the biggest financial scam in the history. Number of corrupt 1MDB officials treated this public trust as a personal bank account. Follow us as we bring you into the courtroom where the biggest financial scandal in Malaysian history is being heard. By the Malaysian Insight, this is the Najib Razak 1MDB trial. It's Monday evening, 9th November 2021, and you're listening to the latest update from today's 1MDB Tanor trial by the Malaysian Insight. I'm Patrick Teo. Ad hoc prosecutor Gopal Sri Ram today equated the operations of the One Malaysia Development Burhat to the running of a coffee shop. The former federal court judge said this when objecting to the defence's long-winded line of questioning towards 10th prosecution witness Muhammad Hazem Abdurrahman at the Kuala Lumpur High Court. Sri Ram also called the defence counsel Wan Aizuddin Wan Muhammad's cross-examination on Hazem this morning as irrelevant. The accused of this trial, ex-Prime Minister Najib Razak, 68, is currently on trial for four counts of abuse of power and 21 counts of money laundering involving 2.28 billion ringgit in public funds. <coughs> Hazem, the former Chief Executive Officer of 1MDB, has been placed on the witness stand for this trial for over a year now, since September 14, 2020. Today, Wan Aizuddin had kept on inquiring the witness about the utilization of the 975 million US dollar loan from Deutsche Bank intended for one Malaysia development Burhad in 2014. The lawyer wanted to know the nitty-gritty from Hazem on the process and payment made by 1MDB Energy Holdings Limited using the said money to buy back options from ABBA Investments PJS Limited set up in the British Virgin Islands. Sriram stood and said before Judge Colin Lawrence Akera, What is my learned friend's point? The witness is not on trial. Wan Aizuddin had also dwelled on questions surrounding whether Hazem has knowledge on one of the company's subsidiaries being publicly listed. Hazem, who held the CEO position from March 2013 to early January 2015, said he only had a basic knowledge of initial public offering listings. After a while, Sriram interjected, we agree to what it's worth that the affairs of 1MDB were run along like a Chinese coffee shop in Pataling Street. These people acted on the instructions of fugitive businessman Lo Take Joe or Joe Lo, who is the alter ego or mirror image of the accused, and both of them acted in concert. That's our case. We tolerate the line of questions because it's completely irrelevant to our case. One Aizuddin, in his response, told the judge that the defence is also building its case that 1MDB was perpetrated by Joe Lowe with 1MDB staff without the involvement of his client, Najib. The lawyer justified why he tarried on the topic. We have difficulty with Hazem because sometimes he says he remembers and sometimes he doesn't. Colin, after listening to both sides, 
told the defense to move on if the witness is unable to reply, adding that these events took place a long time ago. The High Court judge also urged the defense to keep their questions to a minimum and write their version later on submission. Afterwards, lawyer Madia Mohammad Siraj Kumar took over from one Aizuddin in questioning the 1MDB audit saga. Several times, Hazem either could not decipher the questions by the lawyer or said that he is not the right person to answer the questions. For instance, Hazem told Madia she should instead ask representatives from law firm Wong and Partners for clarification on the 1MDB documents it received. Wong and Partners had sent legal opinions in regards to 1MDB's response to audit firm KPMG on the company's investment in the Bridge Global Fund. Judge Collin then also said that it would be hard for the witness to second-guess a legal opinion and told the defence to place it in submission. Madia had tried to suggest that Hazem, together with other former 1MDB staff, including Chief Financial Officer Azmi Tahir, had deceived Najib to find out the true value of Bridge Global Fund. Hazem disagreed. During the cross-examination, Hazem did admit that he and Azmi had to a certain extent followed the instructions of Joe Lowe during the 1MDB meeting with KBMG representatives at Najib's residence on November 28, 2013. But the witness disagreed that he did it to the disadvantage of 1MDB. The trial continues tomorrow, with Madia continuing her cross-examination of Hazem. Thank you for listening. This podcast was brought to you by the Malaysian Insight. It was written by Haley Chung-Wee Key, and I'm Patrick Teo.